Okie dokie. It's Mansers. Mansers. Fresh Mike Mansers. Oh yeah, it's Mansers. I am just this fucking microphone gives me superpowers. It makes you sound borderline orgasmic every time you speak. <laughs> yes. My name is Beta, your orgasmic host for the day. Mm. I should know. On ESPN. That's the voice that I want to channel is like, coming to you live. Anyways. <laughs> hey, hello and hi to all you chubby chasers and matchstick marauders. Welcome to Mancer's. A podcast brought to you by two toxic machismos and one person, we promise, who actually gives a shit. We are the Toxic Podcast for a Better Tomorrow. And who are we individually? Let me introduce you. She scours the internet to shine a light on these trolls from up out underneath the bridges of the interwebs. She only wants the best for you. Her name is Miss CTG. Welcome to the show. Yes, sir. What are we talking about? No, no, that was the nicest intro he's given you so far. He has, yeah. but where are the trolls when they're like looking for them? You go look for them. You're the one who brought us the leprechaun. You're the one who brought oh us the, the dirty man. <laughs> the, 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 sex, the, the sexual deviant. Right. You're right, you're right, you're right, my bad. He's a big bad motherfucker, and if you don't agree with him, he'll fuck your mother. Is welcome to the show. Yeah, I'm all about that. We out here fucking moms every day, B. Oh, my God. And for me, well, I was in the original race draft before Dave Chappelle got it popping in, and I'm up to sign a max contract. My name is B-Tide, and we're all here. Welcome to Mansers, because when when it comes to your problems in love and life, there's a perfect mansplanation for that. We got him, y'all. What did you say about yourself? We got him. Yeah, Vitad's a black now. <laughs> yeah, Vitad's a black. Just signed a five-year extension. They saved the parking spot for me out front, just like I asked. I'm, that was my rider. You got to advance. In, you got to advance Thank in Lucy's. So Thank you so much. I'm completely lifetime <laughs> supply of Fritos, regular flavored corn chips, just the regular kind. That is such an underrated <laughs> chip. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Coming from the South, you guys ever had Frito pie? It's amazing. Okay. Okay. Frito pie. It's not a pie. Okay. It's not a pie. You You take a bag of Fritos. Okay. And you dump like ground beef, cheese, sour cream, and all sorts of toppings in there. Yeah, it's nachos in a bag. It's nachos in a bag, but Southerners, we call it Frito pie. And literally, you eat it out of, well, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's It's definitely. Where's prison going to get ground beef? In the mess hall. Yeah. (laughs) The mess hall. (laughs) (laughs) I think like it's a dorm. (laughs) They make, it started in prison. They do the same thing and they make a pizza with the Doritos and they make it in the bag. It's amazing. All I know is, you know, we used to walk around the bag. You just take the fork in the bag and like, it's like nachos, but it's portable. It's not going to get anything. It's great. Frito pie. Shout out to our sponsor, Frito Lay. No, that that um, no for me, dog. That uh, that's the most niggerish shit I heard you say. 
<laughs> Y'all ever had some Frito pie? I'm sorry. Get your yeah, ass the fuck out of here. <laughs> I would love to know the inspiration behind this Frito pie memory lane jog we just had on today. He hmm. was in the chain gang. That's what <laughs> he's, he's remembering life before he became an actor. Working on the chain gang. Bing, bing. Well, I am known to do a little manual labor from time to time. Hey. That paid. just gave me some other connotations, but all right. Oh, I did it in the video. Word. Yeah, I'm, I see you at the peripheral. Oh, okay. My God. Ferocious stroke game. <laughs> OMG. Well, to start off the show, I believe we have a quick Mansers Rewind with Miss CTG. Is that right? Yeah. I have something <laughs> that I like. The new voice is <laughs> top yeah, notch. Okay. <laughs> Let me tell y'all something. Last night, I was up till 7 o'clock this morning. I'm running off of like three and a half hours of sleep and four shots of espresso from Starbucks. So bear with me. You about to shit your brains out. <laughs> Four? <laughs> okay. it, was mixed in a drink. it was mixed in a drink. You know what I'm saying? Balanced out. It's the blonde, also. Let's Your body's try. mixing the drink right now. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> 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 All right. So, y'all, I don't remember what episode number it was, but we had the literal conversation about what you're doing with the ring if the engagement is off. True. And. I had a real life conversation with a friend this week. I got permission from him to bring it to the show, not personal details, details. However, this young man, good friend of mine, beautiful soul, got engaged um, earlier this year or late last year, one of the two, I don't remember. And uh, last week got the, I don't think we should do this. I'm not really into the relationship conversation. Oh no. Aha. Uh-huh. She Custom- brought it up or he did. <clears throat> he brought she brought it up. Excuse me. She brought it oh, up. Called gross. Him. Long distance relationship, mind you. Ugh. Um and so me being the supportive friend, because I saw the ring. We had the conversations, the text combos about the ring and the design and, oh, I'm doing this and got it custom made in California, the whole nine. And I was like, you getting that ring back, ain't you? <laughs> Please. I had to check myself Please. because I said, um, this is in direct contradiction to the points that I have made in the past on the show. And so I felt the need to just in integrity, bring it back up and um, share that in real life, apparently I want my friends to get their rings back. Wow. Look at that. Look at the growth. This is what we're about. (laughs) This is what we here at Mansers. This is what we're about. I I think the growth can now truly begin now that she's willing to be honest with her audience and us, her co-hosts, because this was shocking to me for one. And although I forgive you and come from a place of love, I think the growth can now take place that you're willing to be transparent with everyone. Beautiful. To be clear, I'm still not giving the ring back, but I want y'all to get your rings back. Okay. Thank you. That's great. I can take that. You have to wear your honesty. You know, yeah. you just have to you have to be able to be you. So yeah. hello Diddy. Don't keep us waiting now. Did I mean get the it ring? just happened, so to uh, be continued. But that is the plan. Let's bring it help. Me. 
what we gonna see. How right. long distance is this? It's 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 uh it's distance. It's distance. I don't wanna get I don't wanna share too much details and put countries out or there. is it still domestic? It's it's distance. It's I don't like okay. I don't right. wanna I, All right. I, I can't enough. even get the specific. Okay. Uh, I'll be catching the first flight across <laughs> to wherever that young lady is I don't and I'll say bring back to I'll be like, hey, you. Can we just talk about this? Like, I really don't think we should do this over the phone or over Zoom because people talk on Zoom, I assume, when they're in a long distance. That sounds so much more disrespectful. (laughs) On a FaceTime? If you break up with me on a FaceTime, you gotta go. I don't even think they got a FaceTime. I think it was a phone call. Like I could This is the play though. You gotta gotta be so interested in saving the relationship just to get you within Finger snatching distance of that fucking down payment on my house. That right. you're like, oh my God, can I take a look at the ring? I just want to make sure it's perfect. And then as soon as you secure that little golden bag. But you know, I just, what? I I just realized what we should do. What? Fellas, start a GoFundMe. Let me get you some game. No, we're not starting a GoFundMe. He lost everything. He, it's, it's his fault. All right. Listen, let me tell you what we got to start doing. We got to start buying that 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 Cuber's Zirconium first. Oh yeah, yeah. Right, you buy it in the exact that, same. Film, just really quick, if you could the Cuber Zirconium. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to say it. If you want to be honest with you, so I, okay. is it cubic zirconium? Zirconium. You know what you're saying. You know no, I don't. The right way. I you don't. just said it. You just said it. Is it cubic zirconium? Cubic zirconium. Yeah. All right. But My I like the way you said it first. Keeper, keeper, security. So we buy that right in the exact same styling that we want. We buy it in, in the exact same style that we want to give her, in the size that we want to give her, and we let that be the placeholder. And then Until on the wedding guys, day, you give her the switch real switch that bitch out. Hmm. Switch it out. Hmm. This is all of a sudden right. becoming a heist film. <laughs> you know, like this is like Indiana Jones, like placing the weighted bag on the yeah on the at the same stone. time. Yeah, this is OJ stealing his shit back. I um, you know what? No. I I don't the second time. What the from the museum or whatever, right? Where no, he he robbed from the hotel room in the, in the hotel. The one that actually got him arrested. <laughs> yeah, he he went to jail for real. <laughs> the museum with some sports memorabilia that he legitimately. Pawn, didn't owned. he pawn it off or something, or was it stolen from? Yeah, him? I think he sold it, and I can't remember. Who cares about OJ? This OJ. Anyways, that was the rewind, y'all. I just wanted to share that update with you, and you know, let you know. Awesome. Change of heart. And if our listeners have any real life experience that they want to <laughs> toss on this fire, oh, I would please love visit to. us at Mantras Pod on Instagram and share your story with us so we can yeah, talk about shy, you y'all. openly and transparently. Mm. <laughs> 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 don't we be promise shy, to y'all. blot out your name. Do you see how polite I was with the details? I, yeah. You maintained this person. If it is, is a man, you maintained his anonymity quite well, right? So much I, integrity. Now, yeah. Yeah. So much snitching. So much integrity. <laughs> so much integrity in your snitching. Well, she asked for permission, though, right? She asked for permission. Yeah, I, I got permission to at least share the story premise, which, you know, it felt timely and, and necessary. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. It hits. Mm-hmm. Cool. Mm-hmm. Everything we do is timely. 
we're ahead of our time here, man. I think we're ahead of our time. Actually, yeah, I feel like Todd is constantly pulling up internet facts to show us that we are ahead of ourselves. So I appreciate that. Trendsetters is what we are. Thank you. I am a visionary, and uh, <laughs> my co-hosts equally are visionaries, and we just happen to bring up the topics that need debate the most. Hmm. Yes. Yes, yes. So, with that, uh, go ahead, Ed. It's me. Yeah. I'm well, first. Well, wait. No, no, sorry. <laughs> the server kicked me out. I have a quick question for you guys before we get started. <laughs> but I'm back. You can't off. kick me out. None of the internet can keep off, me out. But... <laughs> no. Can you appreciate the fact that we kept it moving? Yeah, we, I did. we definitely I did. tried to. You got to keep it moving. Yeah. You yeah. guys are experts. But quick question for you. Is it okay to keep small gifts from previous relationships, right? So whether it's something like a shirt somebody bought you or like a pair of shoes, maybe like a coffee mug, the little nondescript, we're not talking about the big lavish gifts, right? But we're talking about the more day-to-day things that people bought for you in previous relationships. Is it okay to bring those into your current relationship or do you have to totally detox once that, well, once your singledom ends? Because there's no reason to get rid of it while I'm still single. Do I even need to answer this question? You especially. You first. You already know my answer. Yeah. (laughs) Keeping all that. It's It's mine. Once it becomes mine, it's mine. (laughs) Those are the words coming out of your mouth. It's mine. (laughs) It's mine. So if I like it, if it serves its purpose, if it's doing what it needs to do, giving what it needed to have given, as the young people are saying, uh, yeah, it's mine. Thank you. Thank you for your offering, okay? The goddess mm. always needs her offerings <laughs> anyways. So why the fuck would I return or discard an offering if it is still useful, period? Okay. You, your ingredients is? Oh, it depends, right? Because some of the small gifts be extra personal to the relationship. Like somebody give you like a mug with their face on it. Like you can get rid of that. But like a regular mug? Yeah. That's just a mug? It doesn't make no sense to get rid of a good cup. That's that's just wasteful at that point. I agree. If it says right. world's best boyfriend, all right, trash. Because like she didn't give it, she'll know she didn't give it. So that's evidence. And we're just gonna give it. But does yeah, it I'm not gonna give that away. Being true? Hmm? Yeah, I'm not giving that away. But if it says like oh, me and her name, then that can go. Okay, right? that's that's it. It's so kind of like going that, to the main title. Somebody said it about like a bed. Oh, was it you, B Todd, that said like you gotta change the bed? I don't believe so. Mattress you change the, the mattress? No. Oh no, no, like like maybe the whole, if we were getting married, but the sheets? I, if if I got a good pair of comfortable sheets and you just not here no more, then you know that's I'm what wash washing machines are for. Yeah, just wash them. Put a little Florida water in it to to release the energy and put them on the bed again. I don't know what Florida water is, but it's a it's a woo woo thing. It's a woo woo thing. You know, oh, woo-woo. Ener- <laughs> woo-woo. Energy woo-woo. cleanser. Woo-woo. Okay. Yeah. All right. That sounds uh, legitimate. Uh, <laughs> all right. I'm going to go get me some woo-woo. Yeah. Right after this. Be Todd, are you, uh, you, what you doing? Well, let me take the alternative because like if I'm coming into a relationship and she's kept stuff from her previous relationship mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, that's a really nice whatever. Where'd you get it? And she says it's from a previous relationship. 
I'm throwing that shit out the next time she leaves How the house. How fucking dare you? You okay, out of pocket. Cool. I need you Go to ask him your, to get you a new one. I need you to step your masculine Why security would you game be any up. Better? Hmm. I, look, hmm. I don't give a shit about it's a it's a material possession, hmm. right? Hmm. But there's sentiment attached to it. Every time you're sipping from that world's best boyfriend mug, you're thinking about her. No. No. <laughs> that's what that's what your partner's gonna think coming into this relationship. That partner's dumb. But that's silly. That's silly, because if we're not Look, together, then it doesn't matter. About I'm like, no. oh yeah, I got this shirt. Where'd you get it from? Oh, my ex gave it to me. So that you, thing's getting fucking ripped up. It is. Listen, we know it. listen. listen my my ex bought me some really great pairs of shoes. Okay, really great. You think I'm about to throw them bitches out because I ain't fucking with him anymore? Well, now we know you're not. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but she has. You have Miss CTG has a major point. Like I'm not clothes because you you're under the assumption that I'm thinking about this person when in reality the only reason why you even know is because you asked me and I told you the truth about where it came from right like right. I may not have never thought about that person again I'm just like yeah I fucking this shirt is amazing or I'm just wearing a shirt just because I'm wearing a shirt like this black tee I got on right now is only existing cuz I looked in my drawer for a black tee I didn't look for this specific one it just happened to be the first one I grabbed and, say, and if oh, you Janet asked me where I got it from I would just be able to tell you Back in 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 uh, 05, and and it's so soft. And every time, and what I if you think Janice about that person and remember how fucking terrible they were? <laughs> I'm what like, if, it's an ex, like... they're ex for a reason. Y'all ever burn shit from a relationship just to purge them like from that's wasteful? People. You burn people, yeah. You sound like you've killed people before asking this shit. Well, I can neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> I've never burned anything from a previous relationship just because, I, like, I, you know why? Because women give terrible gifts. Uh, <laughs> oh, here we go. Hot take. Yeah, Hot take let's go ahead and say that. This let's is go taking ahead and a different route. There. Go ahead. Let's go ahead your, and put that out there. Go ahead. Women are the worst gift givers in any relationship. Ever. I don't think that's true. You, are, you guys give terrible gifts. It's so in bad. In what context? I'm not in willing to walk context. this plank with you quite. You can't. You can't. <laughs> you can't. And, you're, you can't. And, and I can understand. Me, Someone it's too late. speaking from trauma. No, no. It's, it's, <laughs> it's too late. Like, it is what it is. Women give terrible gifts. Because your gifts are always, like, like sentimental. And guys don't take sentimental gifts the right way. Like we like we're so well, like practical. just give me something, just give me if you get if I got a pair of sneakers every birthday and holiday for the rest of my life for my significant other, I'd be fine. Hmm. Legit would be fine. But it's always like, oh, I put so much thought into this. I know how much you like. Ah, ugh, you want that? The new Jordans just came out. You could have so, gotten new Jordans. Is it still in therapy, y'all, working through his issues with sentimentality? Word. But we appreciate your perspective. Working heavily overtime. The fact that terrible. His justification to that was only because it's sentimental and not practical. And that makes yeah. it terrible. It seems like you just want Jordans <laughs> instead of other gifts. Like, maybe you, don't you think should create you... a wish list for your partner and give no, her a road like, map. You know how you, you just said, like, oh, you get, like, Oh, every time you take a sip out of that mug, you think about that person. I would never. I would never. That's way too much sentiment. That's way like that's too so much. You said you would keep the mug though. 
Yeah, but not because I'm thinking about the person. I'm thinking about the practicality of having another fucking cup. <laughs> like, that, like that's how I look at it. It's an extra cup that I didn't have to buy. That makes sense. I'll keep Man. it. You know what happens? One more person can come to my house and get something to drink, and I have to wait. <laughs> that's all that means to me. Damn. It's about the it's, it's, gift should be practical and useful to the person. Not every gift is useful to a person. Sometimes gifts are useful to. I, I remember an ex bought me a pair of boxes that said their name on it. The fuck am I gonna do with this? That's that's <laughs> weird. That's like, oh, I want to possess you. You're my property. So that it actually said property of. Yeah, it's a no for me. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's cool, but like, if you're the only person that sees it, it doesn't matter. Yeah, that's... What's, it, what's it matter? How and then after you break up, I gotta throw it out anyway. So like, what's the point of of this? Yeah, I don't like. I, I don't think other than sneakers, I don't think men should ever receive clothing. Uh, just because. Nah, bro. Because listen, sometimes y'all don't be dressing right, and we get I you clothing right. so you can look correct. I had an ex. I that specifically. I was like, yes. I was like oh my god, right. I love this sweater. Hey, this is so good. And, no. and I still, it's funny because I looked at um his Facebook <laughs> a few months ago out of curiosity and I saw a picture of him wearing a sweater with his new girl. <laughs> Was it cable knit? It still looks great. Um yes. Yeah, shout out cable knit <laughs> sweaters. <laughs> Not even oh. old you. It had the nice like little collar with the button joint. It was real cool. Oh, real yeah, shit. Oh, yeah. I don't like clothes. I don't like people That's buying me clothes. Classy fucking shit right there, bro. I love I my mean, cable net. You gotta upgrade your man always. Fellas, take it from me. And ladies, you can listen in on this one. What you gotta do is you have to strategically dress down early in the relationship so that you may upgrade your wardrobe because women love to help you upgrade your wardrobe. So if you only feature your poorest, dumbest shit, you are guaranteed to come up by Christmas. We won't even wait to get to Christmas because they got to take photos at Thanksgiving and they need you to be on at that point. So cuffing season's coming up pretty soon i just want you guys to put it in there this time let's have a different battle plan but dress down so that she can dress you up that'll it's work nice that'll that work for new york city black people back uh, into the show i love it that don't work for <laughs> new york city black people you you walk up to a girl in new york city and you dress down she's like fuck yeah. out of here bum ass nigga Ugh. you say that to the wrong person you see how many times we talked about it on the podcast that part they going to the trunk no idea how great my personality is, though. Fuck a personality, nigga. Ugh. So anyway, <laughs> and you can, and you can tonight. For okay, white boy. <laughs> okay, yeah. I'm, I'm done. done. I'm done. <laughs> oh my god! Oh All my right, god. we can have us a little light skinned baby. <laughs> I hear that. Literally everyone I've remotely talked to or whatever, it's always been some weird comment about having mulatto kids. That one was from a CTG. I mean biracial, of course, but I wanted to make sure that we all understood. The hybrid all children. Back to my top <laughs> the hybrid children are coming. That's what I call them. Fuck a, Listen, fuck a the mixed race. of mixed race children is a show in and of itself, okay? It's so fucking ridiculous and gross. Speaking of which, that mulatto girl, the the artist, is Big still Lotto. seen on. Uh, she's with some new fashion campaign, but they've still got her name posted as mulatto. So apparently, that name change didn't go over as quick as they were hoping. Maybe but. legally, her name is still Mu. 
Bajo. Nah, all, those, all them posts are printed. As an artist, as an artist, I don't know how that shit works. I just think about Prince, where he was like, "Oh, they own my name," you know. But I don't know. I don't know nothing about that. So don't quote well, me. yeah, structurally, if you if you go underneath like a a name like say a Prince, uh, if you change it, then technically it's not the same thing as Prince anymore. So you can work in different aspects, right? As a matter of fact, You're not Dwayne. Prince. The Rock Johnson was only allowed to be labeled as The Rock on movie posters because Vince mm-hmm. McMahon owned his name until he got out of that part of his contract. So he could only be billed as Wait, The what? Rock on movie posters. Yeah. Because um, The Rock Dwayne was made Johnson? famous. Dwayne Johnson was made famous to the public eye by WWE as The Rock. And so once he started branching out to do movies, he was billed as The Rock because Vince McMahon owns his name and likeness and therefore is leasing him out to do these movie oh. productions. He was a slave? Yeah. Well, and this <laughs> man got money. And this man's still getting money because they produce movies and they've always been forcing their wrestlers up into like horror films and all sorts of action films. And it's a, it's a marketplace. It is. That Kane shit was good. The first one. Which one? What was it? N- okay, see no evil. We are off no evil. all of the yeah, Okay, all right, today. all right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> trying to keep us We're just goofing. New boot goofing. Just goofing. I have never said that yes. before. I only saw it because I saw Reno 911 recently. Anyways. Love that show. Is. What do you have for us today? I believe. Oh, 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 oh. I believe we have our first First ever. time. Oh, first time. The worst what, ever. what do you got? What do you got? Drum is? rolls. That drum roll was amazing there it is we have our first question from a guest a, hey, a guest question todd, hey, 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 hey. where are the sound effects todd here we go can we and that's the whitest thing in the world yo dad that is the whitest sound in the entire world. My bad, my bad, my bad. Run it back, run it back. And Here I go. love it. No. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, I no. have a perfect sound effect. I just got a few days left on this contract. You got to do it again. <laughs> so we have our first guest question. There it is. And that, 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 that question is coming from Ms. Smiles on Instagram. Ms. Smiles on Instagram. The question hey. is, should your significant other hang out with your friends Without you. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> that was on accident. No, so, so I'm thinking, and, I, and maybe I can uh, elaborate on a question by saying, if you have, uh, I, I think it's a little bit more different when you're doing a cross-gender with it, right? If you're a boy dating a girl, can your girl hang out with your boys or mm. vice versa? Mm-hmm. Or should they? Without mm-hmm. you, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. no. All right, go go ahead, answer it. No, uh, I think there's certain scenarios where it's okay, but like I feel like there's like if you were friends with that the other person before the relationship, then no, you're not gonna tell me I can't hang out with them now because y'all are in a relationship together, right? Like I certainly have put some friends together before. It's just like. You know, I, there's no way you're not going to tell me I can't be friends with somebody that I knew before I knew you. Get the fuck out of here. But across the board, like, no, man, it's weird. Because, like, A, I don't necessarily want you talking about us. I don't want you, I mean, in the most, like, sensitive and probably, like, 
the worst case scenario, I definitely don't want y'all fucking hooking up or like starting something. Don't want anybody emotionally cheating over here. Um, the lack of trust. And it's just, but it's also just kind of weird in a sense. Like, what do you, why, why do you need to hang out with them? Like you have your own group of friends. Do you not? If my friends are your only friends, that's weird. That's weird to me. Like you should have your own, you should have your own. Let, let's say it like this then. Let's say you're home and your girl is on her way home and her homegirl comes over before she gets there. Oh boy. Is she allowed to stay there until she comes or you tell her to come back? Yeah. So goofy to be like, uh, no, you got to leave the house. That's just not hospital help. That's not a oh, hospital. No, they're not. They're not <laughs> that's not hospital. It's not very hospital of us if we kick them out. Oh, boy. There's no hospitality in that. But not if y'all were like, hey, is you trying to kick it today while while Jasmine is at work? Like, right. I know, I'm making up names, guys, but that's that. That's a I no. Never I mean, the most realistic <laughs> scenario that's going to be is, hey, we're going out for drinks, or hey, I know, I know your girl's away, or I know, like, whatever it is, let's go. Get, are you free? Do you want to go get a drink? If it's like in a group setting, there's no problem there. Like, if you're especially going to hang out with other couples that you guys know, that's not an issue. Specifically, though, if this is like a one-on-one hangout session with your with your partner's friend? No, man. Get the fuck out of here. Do we have what are y'all doing? for this question is? No, I think it's just asked. Uh, I'm, for me, I, even to come into my house, if she's not here, you can't come in. Damn. I for mean, me. I respect she's not that. Here, I don't see why <laughs> you would. One, I don't really like hanging out with people. Uh, so that's, that's that. Like, it's bad enough to have a girlfriend. Now I gotta hang out with my girlfriend's friends. Like that's just too much. Oh God, I barely want to hang out with her. So if I'm home and if I'm home and you come and you like, oh shit. And I was like, oh Stacy's not here. And you go, Oh, alright. So can I chill? Like, you can chill on the stoop. What if Stacy is ten minutes away? You're not gonna let. What if it's hot outside? Right. It's raining. Right. You're not gonna let her just sit in the gal um, in the living room while you. While you I know. what? You can I be a little know, more hospital than that. I can <laughs> be. I'm not going to be. <laughs> I could be a little bit more hospital, but I'm not going to be. Uh, I, I have no. I don't know. I don't. I don't think. I. I don't think I want that. Like for one, when I'm home, I'm in my bedroom ninety eight percent of the time. So like now I'm being forced into a living room, which is already something I don't want to do. To sit around somebody that I'm going to be forced to speak to, which is already something I don't want to do. So for me, it's just I don't I don't want to do these things. So, I don't okay. like being forced into these. Devil's things. Devil's advocate, though, how would sure. you feel if one of your friends made your girl wait on the stoop while hilarious? <laughs> <laughs> but no. <laughs> why would she be why would she be going over there without me? Maybe that okay, again. This yeah, is the, that's not right. That's, why are you over there? Well, it was the context of his example. So say he is We're a friend with up. a couple, right? Yeah. And so she's actually going to see the the, the girlfriend of the couple. But yeah. same scenario, girlfriend isn't home, but you're also friends with the guy. So he's yeah. one of your friends, and your friend is like, nah, 
sis, you got to sit out here in the store in the scorching sun. Um, I can understand it. Hospital today. I can understand it. Okay. If I can girl, understand it. Okay. Mm. Okay. If my girl is particularly jealous, I'm just not inviting that into my situation. I would rather her yell at me and be crazy at me about not letting her friend in than to let her friend in and it just be suspicious city. Yeah. Like you're just coming out with all crazy accusations and it's not going to come up today. It's not going to come up tomorrow. You're going to marinate on that shit. And all of a sudden we're going to be sitting in the car on a highway driving down. And all of a sudden you're just going to trap me with some question. So what'd you guys do while I was gone? Nothing. I let her yeah, in. That's weird. I I just don't, I think I'm with be tight on that. I, I just, who I don't understand why anybody would want to do it. Like, I just don't want to be in that situation. I don't like if, if my homeboy was like, yo, I just think it's a, as a matter of boundaries. That's kind of like, like I have, you have a significant other and then their friends have your number two. I feel like even if we all cool with each other, you shouldn't be texting my girl at 11 o'clock at night. Oh, hundred percent. Wait, how did we go from, can you like just as a friend, just, a, just like just a, just as a friend, right? Let's say if I if I wanted to if I wanted to text B Todd, like we like we're in a group chat and we, do, I'm cautious about what time I text y'all. I mean, with B Todd, it doesn't have to be so much, but if I were to sit, hit you up, I would do it within a certain time of day. Right, I wouldn't do it at night. I wouldn't do it at from ten o'clock on. I think that that is a disrespectful time to be hitting somebody up. Because you could be in bed is there with a your difference man. Difference between a text hit up and like forwarding a, a meme on social media it's still a text like your name pops up your name your name pops up at 11 o'clock at night that's weird to me because sometimes i'm i listen i'm a night owl and so sure sometimes shit i just i'm not even looking and to me social media isn't like the same level of urgency as a text message so i don't have any expectation like oh i'm sending you this because i'm trying to have a conversation it's like oh it's midnight and this shit is funny he gonna see this in the morning question but i agree could you not just never, that, i also why could you just forward that within the app though why couldn't you just keep that on like that's if it's I'm from saying. instagram the social, even that's, that, what, even that, that's, that's that, what i mean no even that changes because sliding in dms is literally oh, to the app that Word. changes everything mm. i mean these are facts i just you know mm. what i do i didn't really find is i send it to myself <laughs> that way i remember to send it to you all in the morning Oh, it's cute that you think my memory is that strong. I send it. I send it to you myself, it. and then I go. I'll send. I'll send it out in the morning, just because. Again, it's out of respect. Like, I have no fear of no man walking this earth, but I do respect the fact that if a dude were to get upset about it, I can understand. Like, I've been hit up by enough niggas. Like, yo, you've been trying to. Like, my nigga, I'm a photographer. Mm-hmm. I right. can shoot half naked women all the time. Like, you know how many dudes right. approach and be on some extra shit. Like, bro, it ain't even that serious. So out of respect for other dudes and what might be their own insecurities, or just the respect of your relationship, I don't hit women up after ten o'clock at night because I think that that's not that's not an appropriate time for a male friend or whatever to be hitting up somebody that may be in a situation. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. So I would I expect that same thing. So like, mm-hmm. if if my girl had a dude texting her and we're like laying in bed together, that's an awkward situation across the board, friend or not, like. It's weird to be laying in your bed with your significant other while somebody else is texting them up. And it's even worse. If you really want to hit your insecurities, if she giggle at some shit. <laughs> oh my gosh. You really want to hit them insecurities. Let her let her be rolled over and you facing her back and you can't see, but you see the 
the low glow of the phone right uh, coming off the wall <laughs> and then she go the fuck is so funny <laughs> you gonna spaz out you're gonna spaz the fuck out what you laughing wow. for see I guess for me the thing is it's weird because I do have certain people that I'm like I don't like like I don't really like to receive phone calls after a certain hour of night unless we have a certain dynamic to our relationship text messages less less stringent I just usually won't respond but I also am not in bed at 10 30 at night either so I don't know that's a little early for me for my tastes but you know I got you I am Mm-hmm. I'm such an early bird, though. You know what I mean? Like, I get up at, like, 5, 6 o'clock in the morning, though, and that's just because, like, 10, 10.30, I'm just out. Like, I'm just done. Um, which also relieves a lot of pressure because I can send a text now at 5 o'clock in the morning. Please don't. Don't fucking text me. I have what? Mm-mm. What's the difference between me sending you a text at 5 o'clock in the morning versus you sending me one at 11.37? It you just I mean? feels more disrespectful that early. Like, there's there's a there's a, there's a fella that I, I'm chitty-chatting with, and I be waking up to texts at, like, 5, 6 a.m. So, well, hey, and it's casual. Not even, like, a, hey, good morning, no, it's early, this is da-da-da-da. Like, you trying to kick off a conversation with me before yeah, the birds have weird. begun chirping? Are you out of your mind? Even if I am still up, Damn. I'm not answering, because I'm not trying to give you no sort of um, impression that this is okay. Rest in that peace. Rest in peace. We hardly knew him. That's it, knew it is him. weird, because at, at 11.30, for B-Top side, right? Nigga, you still got the rest of the night to sleep. At five in the morning, though? Like, bro, you woke me up, and I'm probably not going to be able to get back to sleep. And now I got to stay up from five o'clock in the morning? Because you're not even talking about nothing. Get out of here. And you're just saying hello? You know what, guys? I'm going to just be honest with you. I put my phone on Do Not Disturb every fucking night. I do too, bro. True. For the most part, I do. But sometimes I'll like take it off. Don't die and hit me up in the middle of the night. It's not going to come down. Both of my phones are on time mode. You Call me twice to see if it ha- see if it comes through. <laughs> I'm calling you once. I'm calling you once. You call me once. That do not disturb. Gonna keep your ass on. Right. You better call yeah. twice if you're really in trouble. Yeah. And hope that you are my favorites <laughs> for the ring. That part. Oh yeah. That part. In case y'all don't know how that works. I will. <laughs> in case I don't know how do not disturb works. Yeah. I mean, I'm- Apparently, I sleep so heavy once I'm out that I did not notice a domestic disturbance right above our room the other night. And, like, police showed up. People were escorted out. Men were screaming and throwing things. And I slept through the whole thing. The whole I'm concerned for you if there's an emergency in your space. You would die. No. Oh, okay. So it's different. Got it. Well... 36 years on this earth, ain't nothing killed me yet. You know what I'm saying? Knock on wood. Well, I wasn't wishing death on you. because you've been eating fucking Fritos. <laughs> you grew up. Indestructible. Right. Fortified inside and out. <laughs> That's crazy. I just, I, you know, I'm a big fan of not inviting chaos into my life. So if I do arrive early, I'm probably going to take the initiative and just be like, if especially if I'm communicating with my friend before I'm headed over to anybody's place, I'm just going to hang out in the car or oh, I'm going to make a pit stop and get something for us or whatever. Yeah. Most of the times I've shown up though and their girl has let me in, I'm just chilling on the couch on my phone while they're off in the bedroom doing something or like in the kitchen or, you know, like they're, we just really don't even speak. 
So most of the time, you know, your boy will give you the, the heads up. Anyways, like, hey, go on and head on over. My girl's there. She'll let you in. Just hang on the couch until I get back or something like that. So I do think that there's like scenarios where all is well. But in general, man, protect your peace and just don't. Unless you don't really like or the person you're with. Or you can then... just like really re- rebuild or some, some strong trust in your partner and some security within yourself. But anyways. So. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe I'm not gonna say you don't have a point because you do, but am I gonna I listen to it? Right, like, right. The alternative is, but you know, no problem. I mean, so, you see what happened? I hope see we... what happened with Diamond's cousin in Players Club. <laughs> mm-hmm. Work the game. Don't let it work you. <laughs> what was her name? Peaches. I don't know. I call oh. her Limpy because after they went, uh. after <laughs> after they got through uh, at that party, she was on some different shit. All right, Quasimodo, go ahead. Ebony. <laughs> yeah, Ebony. Ebony. Yep. Ebony. Ebony. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah, they didn't beat her. Took her ass back to the shoe store quick. Man, with the Limpy Limp, that's wild. <laughs> that's... Okay, we need to stop because we're going to start realizing abuse, rape, all that stuff. So, okay. Anyways, I hope that answered Ms. Smiles' question, at least in some capacity. I don't know if it answered it, but we certainly gave it a little chitty chat. We did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm Ms. CTG, what do you have to bring to the floor today? Okay, so you know... <clears throat> yeah, clear it. Had to clear the throat, yeah. Mm-hmm. So this is my first topic that is not like directly related to any sort of current event. Uh thing it just popped in my head the other day well i guess okay technically i'm sure i've seen something on the internet in the past of like you know oh we were dating and he fell off a horse and is paralyzed from the the neck down and or not the neck down um the weight whatever some highly injured sick something and it's just your boyfriend just your girlfriend just your non-life partner at this moment sticking around like are we required to stick by somebody in sickness and in health if we aren't actually married that is heavy (laughs) i just feel like it could be a hot uh, topic Uh, pre-marriage i mean if if we already said that we're going to get married then what what changes no no we're just dating like you're my oh, boyfriend. Like you're my boyfriend. Like hey, like so exclusive. Still... Yes. not dating, but like exclusive. Okay, we gotcha, haven't gotcha. committed to doing life life together, but gotcha, we have okay. committed to exploring each other. In it a... depends because what really changes. I mean, you do ask for a little bit more, especially when it comes to like injuries. Like you may have to wipe show the ass a little bit. Like, are you dedicated to the idea of like is are you in love? Because I think once you're in love, some of these things don't matter all that much. All right. The only biggest thing that probably hit is like if somebody can have a child or not and you really wanted one. But like if you hurt, what's the difference between her having a cold or twisting her ankle and you nursing them from there and them actually like breaking your back? No, the difference is longevity. If this issue is going to be around for a little while. Yeah, sure. But if you were fixing to do it for the, the, the ankle what changes that the love allowed you to to stick around with somebody being hurt regardless why Mm -hmm. why would that change 
terminal illness. What about for me? I think I'm not very emotional, but if I do love, I love hard. Like I'm gonna love you. Like I'm not gonna my love. Everybody can't get that. So if you can, and you've earned that from me, then you get you get that dedication regardless. You know, and I think that's why. Uh, Because I don't give it out. I don't give it out enough, or I don't choose to because I don't think everybody is always deserving of that part of your life and your energy. So then for the people that are, if we're already decided, like once I'm there, I'm there. We got marriage doesn't change anything for me. Marriage doesn't make me love you any harder. It doesn't up my dedication or my loyalty to you and to what we're doing. So for me, if you've been there and you, and you've earned that, then you've earned that. What if it's a new relationship? What if it's only been like six months? Oh yeah. You might have to catch that. You might have to get you one of those uh, life alerts, I'll... homie. <laughs> you got the life alert your way through the first year of my life. You better. So listen, it depends. Oh, I think this on is on the counter. There's food in the fridge, yeah. and uh, your neighbor's telephone number's on the counter. And good luck. How long do you wait before you add that person to like your emergency contact? Once you're on my emergency contact, or I, I add your name to my emergency contact, and I, I'm I'm with you. Yeah, that's fair. That's a commitment. That's that's an engagement. Emergency right contact there. is a commitment, right? Mm-hmm. Somebody that you just went for six months is now in your emergency contact. So would you expect them to stick around? Yeah. Right. You probably still got your. You probably still got your your, your grandmother on your emergency contact. I, like I tell you when I'm at the hospital, yo, I got fucked up. Right. Like if I don't, if you're not the first person I'm thinking of letting know, then I'm not expecting you to be there all like that. Like I'm not expecting that dedication out of you. So I don't think it should be in return. Okay, so for me, I I don't really like I won't really even get involved in a relationship exclusively unless I see the path to love. And once I see the path to love, there is somewhat of a commitment there. And I also think it depends on like the severity of the illness. But like, yeah, I mean, I'm gonna ride it out as hard as I can. Like uh, yeah, it's tough to call. But like for men in general, no. No, I don't. What I, I you just mean in what? Wait, what do you? Mean? I just don't think we have it in us to just have high integrity and stick somebody out, you know, like because you're not going to be getting laid as often. You're going to be sitting there, kind of be like, "Hey, you going to go out tonight?" No, I have to go take care of my bedridden girlfriend, and like, you know what I mean? Especially if you're in like your fucking twenties or some shit, you know, you're not fucking staying around for that shit. If it's a broken leg, cool. We'll get around with that. You know, like you just got to wear a cast for a couple of days and then it's whatever. No, not like temporary. <laughs> injury. I'm a talking about days. like permanent injury, like para- paralysis, paralysis. You oh, so know, like what if they get like a the other one is multiple a burn. sclerosis? Fire, oh, fire, yes. the fire mm-hmm. burns. That's mm-hmm. a true. That's a true. No, man. There. Let's mm-hmm. just let's. I mean. We can all be nice and saintly if we want to, but the reality is that's that's a lot of pressure and that's a lot of forever on such a new thing. If y'all have been together for like six years though, like you've kind of you've kind of agreed for a commitment here, whether because some people a ring don't mean a thing. Like some people are committed to one another. That could be for common law, or they could just be like, I don't really care about an engagement ring, like or, or getting married. Like I love this person, I'm going to be with them. That's different, right? But like 
we're talking about like let's say let's let's keep it to six months you know or under like this is a freshie come on man no like as soon as we get to the hospital and your parents show up it's you know i'll check on you in a couple of days but your life has now altered course not this isn't what i was days, doing my guy not a couple yeah days. okay i'm trying to get laid and your your extremities won't even work like i don't even like pillow princesses what i'm gonna do like facilitate he this said, whole thing with what i appreciate is your work. commitment to maintaining the toxicity of this podcast i i want well, to just because you. i just feel like i'm too nice of a guy and i am gonna stay it out but nobody's tuning in to hear that nice guy shit anymore you know what i'm saying this is especially if your extremities Toxic. don't work word Aww. if your goosey can't get loosey then what's the point of doing okay this? so same question then on this same token fiance right I'm in love with you. Our relationship is amazing. Part of it is because of our sexual chemistry and the activities we can do together. Da 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 da. Mm-hmm. Tragic accident. Lower extremities now off the market. So that means that you may be committing yourself to a lifetime of no more sex or barely any sex. Word. If you, you put the ring it or not. Yeah, if you put the ring on it, shit, you agreed. I mean, you guys just haven't had the ceremony yet to indoctrinate you into the Hall of Forever, but you know. Shit. Wait. Yeah. Okay, so you're telling me that you would knowingly commit yourself to a lifetime of a relationship that is no longer the relationship that you asked to be committed to in the first place. I mean, are you committing yourself to a person's physicality or are you committing yourself to a person? You're committing yourself to a person and the experience with the person. Not an experience. Because look, yeah, it's an experience. Marriage is look, an experience. Is changed, That's true. And but think all things, not everything in this world is permanent, right? Like, Nothing for instance, permanent. a series of unemployment, right? Say you just got with somebody and they lose their job and for nah, bro, six, you seven, can't months, you right? can't compare lack of employment to lack of uh, sex. You can because you could. I mean, I think you, you can. can. You I can think, always get another because, job. But if you commit yourself to somebody that you can't be sexually active with. And well, you're committing to a monogamous uh, relationship. We do, have the, we do have the fanny pack penis. So okay. Okay. I just, well, hmm. no, the pocket poom poom isn't necessary because it's always mouth. Well, I'm talking about right. from the men's perspective. I'm talking about Todd. Yeah, can, that does change. It does change. He, I think um, you like, can enter agreements for an open relationship, but that's so commonplace for what people if she who not are paralyzed like, uh-uh. or something like that. If we're okay, married, in this relationship, if we're both not going to be happy, then that's a discussion of the new circumstances of this relationship. Pledging yeah. to love somebody is—I mean, I'm just—I'm—I'm I'm just trying to answer it. <laughs> I uh, <laughs> it's—I mean, I think it's always a pride point. I mean, for for guys because we don't think about shit like that because we're just not built that way we don't think about we we go oh man she she get clipped she clipped she get hit she get clipped and you probably clip her because like what are you getting out of it because for us it isn't always just the most emotional thing i think we keep going back to that but it isn't mostly the it's a lot of it has to do with physical stuff that match how we how we feel uh and how we get off with with you and emotions from for a lot of it comes secondary so if something were to take away that first primary part of it, and then you're looking back at it, you're like, damn, am I really that insert? Or has it been the physical part the whole right. time? And that's a hard question to answer, but it's a real one that you would have to answer. And saying that you're willing to dedicate that much time to 
not just loving somebody, but also supporting them physically, maybe financially and emotionally as they go through something is a taxing thing that not everybody's immediately prepared for. You got to really be able to step up as a man or a woman or whatever you identify as if you're going to say that you're going to be there for somebody that's going through something. I don't know if you ever watch Oz, uh, the TV show, but um, damn, the dude that used to narrate that was in a wheelchair, uh, he was paralyzed from the waist down. He got thrown off a roof and, par- and broke his back and was paralyzed. In real life or on the show? In the, on the show. Okay. And, one, and in one episode, like they were talking, like his, his bunkmate was talking shit about him. He's like, man... Can you even can you even fuck your wife? And he's like, man, it's still all my stuff still work down there. I just don't know when I'm done. So like he was paralyzed. His, his dick still got hard, and his him and his wife would still have sex. But he didn't ever know when he fin- when he came because he couldn't feel that, and he couldn't feel when he got limped. When, so the guy was like, so why do you do it? And he's like, it's love. I don't do it for me anymore. I do it for her. She wants to still feel that, so I give it to her. And that's a dedication that like people got to be willing to accept and to give. And I don't know that everybody's always ready for that. It's a lot of things can, a lot of things can change. It's just the way that you, you got to be honest with the way that you love somebody. How do you love them? Relationships change course and you're allowed to revisit those because you can still be married. And clearly like we've seen the divorce rate suggest that marriage is a failing institution in of itself. I mean, not, the art of marriage or the practice of it, but just the way as how Americans marry and then unmarry so quickly and easily. I just, I feel like everybody is entitled to their version of commitment. But if you, I think if you're going to love somebody and you truly love somebody and you're in love with this person, then a physical ailment should not necessarily change that. It will strain that. But if you fell in love with this person, I think it's up to y'all and especially you as being the like the person who's not afflicted directly. I think it's up to you to have that conversation and work that shit out. But don't, you know, I don't know, man. It's I don't see a lot of people sticking around, male or female, men or women. But I it's that's a tough situation, bro. Like you have to be a strong person because it's not just the injury that's going to come with it there's a mental aspect that comes with it as well. Like being with somebody who's coming to grasp with the fact that they're going to be paralyzed now for the rest of their life is going to change their sense of humor. It's going to change the things that they want to talk about on a day-to-day basis or watch or the activities that they used to engage in. Maybe. I mean, I think depression is real and I just see that as like the second component to any life-changing injury. Mm Mm-hmm. And so that is, you know. I mean, listen, I don't have an answer for this question, which is why I brought it to the table. Because every time I see them, like, little stories and be like, oh, you know, they met and he fell off the horse. Why do I keep going with the horse shit? Like, I'm really just picturing this one picture where this guy was paralyzed and they they were at the wedding and all his best, his his what are they called groomsmen were like holding him up so he could stand and take a picture oh, and it's yeah. so touching right but i also just think to myself I, I always see that and i ask myself like what would i do if i was her for real you know like would i have been able to stick it through idk i do think that love plays a big role in it and you know having the conversations but i don't really have an answer so i was uh thank y'all for uh putting your thoughts in the space idk 
That that's just hilarious. IDK. That part just hit me. <laughs> yeah. So anybody else got anything they want to put on this or we 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 complete? We are completely complete. Is look like he's thinking. I think it's nah, I'm good. I, you know what I was doing? I was just going through my mind, like, damn, like, who could have got this this uh this everlasting love? Right? I mean Meg the Stallion. If she broke her leg forever. I think I I think I'd be willing to stick around for, for a, a few people. Broken leg is not the same. Forever though. She didn't get her leg broken. Forever. Somebody shot it off. Okay, tell you what. The strong knee coalition is now defunct. Her knees are not what they once were. Well, that's kind of regardless. She's the strong knees coalition committee. I mean, but at some point, the knees will give out, baby. Let me tell you, okay? Listen, in in my 34 years of life, the thing that I hate the most now is dropping something and having rolled underneath something else. There is nothing more painful to me than having to get all the way down on the floor to pick something up. That shit, like I le- I regret it every single time. I drop something underneath the bed. I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, I'm calling out. I'm yeah, not going to work. The game at that point. But it was just so like, who, like my knees hurt so bad. That is the worst thing ever. <laughs> wow. Thirty four years. Turn thirty four or seventy four. Thank you. Yeah, all don't feel that way. I Look. mean, I, let me tell you something. I, my, the aches and, and pains have have lasted me for a lifetime because i used to be an athlete you know what i'm saying so like i'm just used to aching my friends be like you make noises like an old 60 year old person and that's been my life since i was in my 20s so what I guess athlete I just don't were you i was a runner oh i ran cross country too mm-hmm. i ran meters, meters, i ran 100 meters 100 meters, 200 meters. I did mm-hmm. 400 re- relay and mm-hmm. I trained. Well, I didn't run cross. I trained cross country. I did not run cross country. Yeah, I was like, because none of those distances you're mentioning are. No. Uh, my, my, my track. <laughs> cross country track. My track meters. coach. My track coach, in order for us to build up our stamina too, would make us train with the cross country team. So that yeah. running hard and fast for long periods of time as a sprinter was, we used to do that in hot sprints. Yeah. I, you know, I, I have a, my own personal running journey that I started this year where I just started like going distances and just kind of doing it. And it is at this point in August now where my age has like, I'm definitely aware like, oh, okay, these things did not used to hurt like before. And like, I've never put more of a stress on stretching and like cool downs ever before in my life. Cause like, you got it, to now. it takes a minute to get back up into that stride because like mm-hmm. the first mile is letting all the painful things leave your body mm-hmm. but yeah mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. Ah, love is complicated guys anyways who's up next because <laughs> what the fuck are we talking about bb tizzle tizzle yeah i'm gonna um i'm gonna swing left here i'm gonna diverge from my original topic and i'll save it for another episode um but 
we're not a, a, a surprise topic, huh? Yeah, we're not a pop culture topic. We really don't kind of comment on arts entertainment all that often. Um, but I feel like this is somewhat significant. So just I want to bring us all our attention to the baby and his that fallout and how to. he's. Yeah, well, our attention's already there because it's everywhere in the media right now. But I'm just curious. Um, it's it's kind of a, I don't know, the baby and his his homophobic slurs and how it's cost him now several acts, right? But I feel like this is relevant because this is to me this is the baby's toxicity speaking and what caused a lot of this fallout. Uh, so I just want to know your take on it for right now. I want to know what you're seeing, what you're feeling, and if you feel like the baby has been wronged for his creative freedom of speech, or if you feel like uh, this is exact and correct. And I'll caveat that with someone made a very good point about how there are other performers who talk about murdering, killing, drug doping, possibly even raping, but because homophobia was not touched, that those are okay things, whereas this is not. So I'm just curious. I just want to throw it out and see where you guys stand with it. And um, let's discuss. Would you like to go first? Sure. Why not? Um, (laughs) So not being able to recall the exact phrasing, which none of you are surprised what he said. I did watch the clip um, like when it had happened. And while I don't feel like the backlash, like what he said was super, super, super like, fuck the gays, that sort of thing. Like, it was like completely like, what the fuck are you talking about? It was like, why are we talking about this in the middle of your set? Like, what prompted you to even call out any of these people, right? Um, What was on your mind? And so it didn't really make sense. And, um, but I think what made it worse was how he doubled down on that shit for a solid week. And was mm-hmm. like, I'm about to be an icon. I was done with this rap shit anyways. Da, 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 da. Like, he just was not apologetic. The only thing he said was like, I shouldn't have said nothing about HIV. <laughs> Which is correct, because what the fuck? <laughs> it really made no sense. Like, his stream of consciousness was wild. It almost feels like it was a setup. Like, I what literally just feel like say? we're watching some sort of, like, Illuminati ritual happening right now. You know what I'm saying? Because it's just like, what the, f- like, the whole, it was like, bro, you were having a little show, you brought out Tory Lanez in that weird-ass costume, and all this, sh- and it's like, and then you were like, hey, guys, if you have, if you don't have HIV, put your phone in the air. What? talking about? Like, it was so asinine. So, I think that, um, I mean, I think there's just like consequences to your your actions. Like I it's weird to me how all of these people are making these statements and jumping on this bandwagon of like, oh, we're taking him off this show and this show and this show. It just it feels like there's something so much bigger going on behind the scenes than this bullshit, because this is like people say dumbass shit all the time and you don't hear all these like oh i'm so disappointed i'm taking off my remix we're taking him off of this we're taking him off of that we stand with this but you know like i mean it's a real sensitive time in society right now you can't you can you can talk dog shit about black folks all you want to but anyways i'm gonna be complete on that 
Oh. I, I like um, so much more. Yeah. So for <laughs> me, I don't listen to the baby's music anyway. Also so I that. Don't care. I, I don't like, he has that <laughs> song. I don't know. That's about it. I don't even know what that is. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't listen to his music. Uh, nothing against him. I just, I'm not really up on a lot of these newer rappers anyway. So they don't a big thing. I think that he was terribly wrong. And I think that he's suffering the, the correct consequences for his stupidity. I think that the excuse of not being educated is a terrible excuse and it's bullshit. And it's the easy way out when you do something fucked up. Oh, I didn't know that this was wrong. You what? You're a grown man. You didn't know that it was wrong to fucking tell people that if they're not sucking dick and they don't have HIV. You didn't think that that was wrong. You know what you're saying. You thought that you were untouchable. You thought that because of your clout and who you who you are for who you were for that moment, you on a little rise. That no one was going to be able to say anything to you. That it made you more gangster. The thing that bothers me about a lot of these rappers, a lot of rappers, is that they like even Ti chimed in. Well, y'all let Lil Nas X say whatever he want to say. Yeah, but Lil Nas X isn't saying anything hateful to straight people. He's not saying anything hateful to anybody. He's saying I'm gay. Let me be who I am. And y'all are going, oh, fuck that. Boosie do it too. Why are y'all so, why are straight men so worried about gay dudes all the time? Why do y'all care so much? I'm a straight man. One of my best friends, super gay. (laughs) Super gay. If there's levels to it, I'm sure he's at the top. But he's my best friend. His sexuality has nothing to do with it. It's how we became friends, how he approached me as a, as a person, and how he has been able to be there with me through so many trying things that allows him to be one of my best friends. I appreciate it. I call him my brother, and I will always support that man. His sexuality has nothing to do with it. Why are we so concerned about everybody else's business all the time, especially in the black community? The thing that bothers me the most in the black community is that I get... From a history, I get where a lot of it comes from, from a history standpoint, as to why homophobia bothers so or why homosexuality bothers so many people. I, I can kind of understand. But also, the, you have the opportunity now to move on and just be a person and respect people for being people. Mm-hmm. Nothing of what he said had any reason to be said. Just like what Ms. CTG said, what <clears throat> place did it have for you? Why? And then your excuse is that you needed to be educated. Why is nobody trying to educate you? It's because you're like fucking 30 something years old, bro. This isn't And you fucking, aren't sorry. Yeah. No, <laughs> this, isn't, this, this isn't, isn't, this isn't 1920. Right. It's not like, the same scenario as like J. Cole saying what he said about uh, what's her name last year. And then just where remember what he had he a line saying? about. He just had a line. Music. Yeah, it was just like he was talking about people being educated and how some people are like, some people just read books their whole life, you know, and then they, they spit that knowledge out and use it as a weapon against people who haven't gone down that road of knowledge of like extensive, extensive knowledge. And it started something, but he was just like, he was basically saying like, we should teach one another and not hold like knowledge over one another. But it this feels like a that's knowledge what, conversation because no, it's, what, it's not human, like he needed to know how HIV works. There's like, no way that he yeah. did not know what he was saying and the severity of it. There's just was not. wrong. 
He yeah. knew it was wrong. Let me he tell you, it's one of those things that, shit that you could say. It's like you can say that shit when you're at some like hole in the wall club in Greensboro, Georgia, to a room full of just like black people. You know what I'm saying? Like who are like black hetero people? You know them shows they they say stupid stuff like that. Especially listen, I'm thinking as a as a, a West Indian at the parties, the DJs be saying crazy shit. Oh, most but definitely. It's to a specific target audience my boy you were on what was that Lollapalooza what was the show I don't know it was a world stage it doesn't matter like right like you know it was um what was the the rolling loud rolling Rolling loud Loud. like and it was streamed televised on the internet all that stuff like it's a different audience like it's almost like he just not that it would have been correct anywhere but it's like bro read the room that's it read the the room You can, anybody has the ability to say anything they want. Why is it necessary to? It was, it, that's the, uh, that's why I feel like it's, it can't, like the logic behind this makes so little sense from the minute he opened his mouth to say it, that it just feels like, and I'm just going to be a conspiracy theorist on this. Like, this is some, like, I don't know, like, (laughs) this is some sort of ritual shit. Like I've, I've been reading up. I'm going to divert this for a second. They have like humiliation rituals in the Illuminati supposedly for these people oh. where they make them, where they have to like take them down seven notches for a second before something else or the other. And in my head, I was like, oh, this must just be his ritual. <laughs> my God. I got to get off the internet. Okay. Anyways, but beyond that, like it's so, it's just so ridiculous. But I also, to the other point about, the lack of concern regarding all the other detrimental degrading things that are said on a consistent basis throughout music period i do think that we have to at least acknowledge the hypocrisy that these shows will say oh this is a problem but the fact that they have um who's rick ross and i i drugged her she didn't even know it you know like talking like songs glorifying date rape glorifying hitting women beating women tory lanes literally is on trial or some shit for shooting a woman in the foot and he was on the show like none of those things were issues but because it was a remark about one particular community the lgbtq community now it's like oh now we want to condemn him but as but if it's degrading black folks if it's degrading black women if it's degrading women in general no problem that is where i do think that um it's all a show for Mm -hmm. these companies to be like oh we're taking him off this we're taking him off that that's I capitalist shit. I don't know that I 100% agree with that. That's fine. Um, mostly because hip-hop as a whole has always been a outlet of speaking of like your own journeys and the things that you grew up around and everything, right? So if someone is just expressing things that they've grown up around or things that they have been a part of their life, can we hold them? Are we holding every single thing that they say on him. Like what he did wasn't hip hop. He just was saying some stupid shit. Hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Anytime that they they they're calling an artist up there and artists have been up there, artists have been called out. Like somebody was like, oh, no one ever says anything to Eminem. Eminem, they created like a whole coalition against Eminem for everything that he was saying. He had to go ahead and perform with Elton John to even get back anything. Mm-hmm. Remember, they had Eminem on the on the pike for everything he said about around gay people. I I understand that's the big, like that's the uh, why is there no nope, he, he, go he got he got that same thing i think obviously times have changed so now with the internet being what it is now 
people are able to see things faster and without getting any actual information first. But mm-hmm. with hip hop, is you'd be condemning the entirety of the genre then, because the realities of a lot of black elevated. folks are the la- the realities of a lot of black people are so harsh that the world is not really ready. That the way the reason why they don't acknowledge it is because they don't want to know how difficult it is to be black and the things that we see and have to go through. And so listening to it through music somehow mellows it out a little bit to where you'd be like, oh shit, this is actually pretty good when you're still not fully understanding and grasping what is actually happening in our neighborhoods, in our families, and in our structures. So I, don't, I think that they don't take it, you can't take it that way. And you can't take it and be like, oh, they don't say anything when we're discouraging or disparaging black folks because people are speaking their truths through that. And sometimes they're even educating people. So the truth the about one, date rape is something that is okay? It's it's fucked up. No, no. It's but here's where this differs. Like, also. I also don't listen I'm to like, Rick Ross. So. Specifically, the song, this is where know, this branches okay. off, though. The baby was not performing this as a lyric of his song, aka no. mm-hmm. of art and creation. This was him grabbing the mic and just saying, stream of consciousness, what he wanted to, to get a reaction out of the crowd. So, mm-hmm. like... I'm not going to make a case for these scenarios to be allowed necessarily in music, but in the same form, like if someone were to make a, a, a movie, right. And like, say it's like American history X and Ed Norton is saying some terrible things, right. It's a movie and it's art and it's not necessarily supposed to be taken verbatim. Like you're not going to go to Edward Norton and say you racist piece of shit unless he's doing that stuff as well in the common areas right and that's that's the only that's the only area where this branches off is this was not part of a form of art this was just him being him while he was performing well at a performance yeah 100 percent. i mean that that could be argued that's part of his performance as well but like and and i and to your point like i get that what the reason i brought that up was simply because the companies are making these statements about morality and this being right and oh we, you know we we don't stand for hate and blah 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 but it's like okay you don't stand for hate against the homosexual community the queer community but what about all the other hate right, right. like what about right. the fact that a lot of these artists in real life are criminals you know like you know what i'm saying like right. what about that part what about the part that that they're abusers in real life and it's not even quiet it's not like quiet as it's kept it's like oh but we know this and we still allow them we still pay them money we still promote them we do all these things it's just the hypocrisy of them taking this one particular stance is that that's all i'm speaking to i'm not like the whole no, situation that's cool. is I, just ridiculous i, I just think you're, that, not, you're not wrong you know, yeah 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 i mean because, i think a lot of people share that sentimentality where it's just like okay so you're just gonna draw the line here but to protect but your bottom there. dollar it's yeah. always there though it's always with the homosexual community. It's always with the, with the Jewish community. It's with the Asian community. But let it be anything where it's geared towards Black folks, and it's like, oh, we gonna throw them a little bone. I mean, look, My, McDonald's, a lot of Karens got Black fired. History Month, da, da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? But like in the grand scheme of things, it's always like the line is always drawn right up to where the Black community can't really get no play. Do you think? Um- do you think it has something to do with us even holding ourselves accountable to allowing to continuing to indulge in music that brings us down? 
Oh, for sure. If we're not, if we're not gonna sure. hold ourselves accountable, why, why would anybody else? Especially when we're talking about lyrics that just are downright putting down other black folks that we're for encouraging. Sure. I mean, the, the murder thing. of other black people that we're encouraging the raping of of our of our women of our culture even, mm-hmm. and we don't say shit about it. Mm-hmm. The first thing that came that to mind to was the baby making those comments, and I'm like, you fucking idiot. But the second reaction is, look at how many people in that crowd responded to what he was saying. That and I part. look at it in that same vein as like, I don't fucking like Trump. And Trump was a disgusting fucking president and disgusting leader of the free country. What terrifies me, though, is how many supporters are behind him. So, yeah, you can cut the head off the snake. But it seems to me that it's more indicative of where we are as a culture is actually there's a lot more tolerance for this kind of stuff than we believe and corporate america is never going to be responsible for educating us on this because they got to protect their bottom dollar but mm-hmm. I'll, okay so I, I i'll say this because like i haven't said my piece about it yet oh yeah sorry <laughs> no, no no it's cool no it's cool I, I, i'm enjoying this conversation so the baby is a reasonable artist i guess in terms of like his his skill and his abilities. Like I listened to half of an album of his, maybe just cause I felt like he was a new thing coming up and I wanted to give him a chance, but he's been on the decline in the public spectrum for a while. Cause remember two, three weeks ago he was on tour or whatever. And those guys came up, it was two like young guys who came up to him. They had boxes of candy and Oreos and like all the stuff that you get on the subway, right? Where the people coming around, they're trying to sell you a snack while you're on the train. And they tried to sell it to the baby because they saw it. They knocked on his van. They saw it was him. And they were like, he's like, yo, I'll buy the whole thing right now. Tell me how much. And the dude just went for it and said 200 bucks. Mm-hmm. And the baby then went and said, oh, hold on now. That's not good math because there's 34 in there. You're saying that you charge two bucks a pop for him. He goes, I make $200 off this box. He goes, that, that doesn't add up because if it's 36 or 34 and you add two bucks a pop, that's not even close to $100. So the baby, instead of like giving them $200 and just tell them keep the box of cookies or whatever, or just whatever. He, he agrees to buy two snacks at $4. And then he goes, I taught you guys a lesson. That would have been cool if you kept it there. But the baby's camp is the one that put that shit online. And then the baby went under fire for like, Oh, sh- was he teaching a lesson? Should he have exposed them? They were just trying to like feed for themselves while the baby's got all this money and would not miss that $200 at all. But now he's exposing these two young kids and trying to knock their hustle where it's just like you just profited off that by putting it online. So that yeah, was kids is wrong. I mean, those kids are wrong, but so what? Like, yeah, I'm like, I got mixed feelings. Like they 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 were out of pocket. Like they should have handled it a little better and been like, sure. well, it's the, the box would be this much, but our goal, you know, we really need two hundred. And I'm sure he would have given That's it to them. Different. So I do think mm-hmm. it was a good lesson. I mean, the internet is weird. People put everything on there now. So it's like I I'm personally a little bit desensitized to it because I was like, Well, this is goofy, but he had a point but and I just kind of kept it pushing. The baby's so. camp put it online. It wasn't like this well, who was, else was some- gonna do it. But that's my thing. Like, why can't you just teach that lesson to them and you guys can keep it offline and you can have a real interaction with somebody? Because there's a lot of little now jokers expo- out there that need this lesson. You've seen them water boys They're in Atlanta. They're not going to stop oh. from seeing some Instagram video of the baby talking to them. You should have done the math. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's just weird. It, it's it just, may, it's it may, just a it, first. It may make them rethink the next time they walk up on a star and just think that just because that person has, they're supposed to give. No right. one, No one has to give you anything. 
it doesn't matter how much money I have. I have no reason. I, I don't have to give it to anybody. Mm-hmm. And you're right. I mean, that's you may fair. Not never right. that two hundred. But if you, but if you, you also ain't gonna just play me. Mm-hmm. Not gonna just be like, yo, these are two dollars. It's thirty in here, but I'm gonna charge you two hundred dollars for it. Yeah. You're not gonna just play me. The way Miss CTG said it, if he had came and be like, yo, I, it's this much, he probably would have offered them more. Mm-hmm. I agree. Just like keep the change, and that's mm-hmm. the, point the fact that, that they approached it that way. I'd have been like, yeah, fuck you, because like you also got to think like he's a hood dude, right? And hood yeah. dudes hate to be hustled. Okay, the one like, come on. But if anything from is, his his back, like his, and I don't really know, but I'm just like how he presents himself because I don't really listen to his music. He right. presents himself as somebody who probably once upon a time was a drug dealer or something in the hood, like a hustler or whatever. Supposedly and he's so, got like, a couple bodies in Charlotte. I That's, read a little story that, about that also, which is mm-hmm. another thing. And he never did time for get it off that. No, he, 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 so, killed, he killed somebody, I think, that broke into his house, though. Like, like he, and he also like, killed some well little boy in Walmart, also, if I'm not mistaken. I read that the other day. His parent, his family's now trying to get that brought back up. Mm. But um, I say, which is maybe why this whole thing is happening, because they know he's about to come up on them charges. Conspiracy. Okay. Anyways, um, so... <laughs> So my point is that was already strike one. I, like, that's a couple weeks back. But the <laughs> yeah. baby also defended himself. I was just trying to teach him a lesson. But some of the public didn't really like it so much. They were like, oh, you should have broke him off anyway. Or you just didn't have to expose them on the internet and do all this stuff. Then you go to the Rolling Loud Fest. This man is trolling on purpose. Like he brought out Tory Lanez after the Meg Thee Stallion set. Right. Like and we all know that that whole thing went down between Tory Lanez and Meg Thee Stallion, where supposedly he shot her. It's still been swept under the rug and kept out of the courthouse for the most part. But that is also a secondary troll move. But then when you just go out and attack a group of people like. From my standpoint, what do you care who's sucking who's what if they're paying to come see your show? I don't give a fuck. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like y'all came to see me. I'm going to respect the crowd that paid money to come see me. Why would I then just blanket attack a random group of people within that and then just fire up the crowd off of it, almost pitting people against it as well. Like you have a platform. I'm not saying he needs to be a hero, right? Like I don't think celebrities should be held to a standard for teaching audiences or being role models. They're not role models. And I think there's a big difference that people think just because you're famous that you are supposed to use that platform to educate and motivate. No, you're an entertainer. Like you're just making money and that's just what you do. However, he's a fucking idiot to me because I'm just like, it was (laughs) random as fuck. Second of all, you doubled down and said, fuck that. Y'all are talking about me. Yeah. Then you went after a legend with Questlove and you fired shots I don't at even Questlove. Know him. And I like, love when they showed the screenshot of the baby performing and Quest was playing the drums for him. <laughs> it's just like, bro, like who the fuck is going to have beef with the Roots? Are you kidding me? Like Roots are the most intellectual addition to hip hop in like uh, I don't want to say that blanket, but like who attacks the Roots first listen, of all? You know what I mean? Listen. Black thought or rap circles around that motherfucker. Oh my god! In technicality alone, bro, black with no thought, beat, black thought would ruin the baby. Like it's just it makes no sense. And when people think that they're bulletproof, I invite it's them to original. stand in front of the firing line. I really do. Like y- you fucking think that you're bulletproof? Go stand out there, bro. 
take those shots. And this is what you need to do. But now, weeks afterwards, it could even be, I don't even know how long it's been, honestly. But now that you doubled down on it and said all these things and I'm not apologizing, and now that you have apologized, now you that look like a bullshit ass apology yeah. as well. No, what Everybody you apologizing knows. to? I think it's when he lost like the fourth festival. He was like, "Oh." He said, oh. "He said, why y'all got to cancel me? Why can't y'all just educate me?" Fuck that, what, what nigga? You, know what <laughs> you, said you, you were just trying Last to educate week, these you two boys, right? That's Last my week, whole you point. Didn't, you didn't give a fuck about being canceled when uh, when it first happened because you was about to get out this rap game anyways and become an icon. But now you're like, "Don't cancel me, please, sir." Please, Look, sir. man, I Please. just, you, you, you really thought that you were that dude and you thought that you were an icon and that people are talking about you and the things that you say. Has he even been in the game to be he's considering like himself three, an icon? He's like four years in. He's, no, I mean, he's, he's, he's one of the top artists now. I mean, like in, in a mainstream perspective, he's like three yeah, or four yeah. years in. Yeah. Cause I don't, I'm not following his fucking career. I don't know what his mixtapes bang like. I don't give a fuck. But I'm just saying, like, in what world did he decide he get he gets to be an icon in under a decade? I mean, look, that's what these that's what these do uh, these new rappers all about. This new rap that's why I like hip hop. Hip hop and rap are two different things. But these new rappers they getting they getting millions and millions of dollars off of having hot beats and no lyrics because that's what gravitates. That's what that's people what gravitate towards now. You know, yeah. our attention spans didn't get any better. So as long as that beat can keep your head rocking, you're not really caring about what nobody got to say. I mean, look at Takashi. Top two worst rappers ever. I don't want to say nobody cares what you have to say. Because like I look at Lil Baby, and Lil Baby is in that same mainstream spotlight. But he is a dude who has chosen to educate, uplift, and point out like police brutality. But he's also lyrical. System. He's very he lyrical. Not? So I don't want to say that. What song does he sing? I don't know, but I know people talk about him being lyrical. I cannot name you a little baby song, but I know him when they come on, and I'm a fan of him because, like, he's one of he's he's out of this generation of mumble rappers. Currently, this dude took a hard left and branched himself off to be something of integrity. And I always try to flock towards those cats, bro. Like, I just I love people who set themselves apart from the rest, and like, you know, I I just. Um, I just Lost think it's thought. asinine, bro. No, I mean, I'd have too much to say, but I think I think the baby is an idiot. I don't really like his stuff that much anyway, but when you want to taunt and tempt people and just be a public bully, that's cool. But the corporate bags that pay you are also bullies. And the minute you step against mm-hmm. the mainstream message. So like Van Jones released a statement just saying like, talking about the hypocrisy about this. And he was like, yeah, maybe it is hypocritical in the moral spectrum but in the corporate spectrum these festivals are merely following what their ticket holders are saying so if they're against the baby and they don't want him at this festival because it's going to hurt their bottom line then guess what that's exactly what they're going to do i honestly have no problem with that because that's that's legit as a corporate entity you have to make profit and you have to maintain that that line and you have like uh stockholders that you have to appease and that is a giant machine that you really can't fuck with it's not up to a corporation to be a standard moral they just profit off that shit just as much as when i said during june all these corporations would change their little icons to rainbow icons to support pride month 
or you know during black history month they're gonna have black lives matter and as soon as it's the next month it's on to the next thing but that's 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 corporate that's capitalism you know what i mean like they're gonna protect their bottom dollar over a person every single day of the week so you mean to tell me that Lollapalooza and what's it called? All these little things. Their their gay constituency is so loud that they said we not about to come back to this. We're not. We're gonna cancel our tickets because of the baby. Like, is that what I'm also supposed to believe out of this? Is that people were taking that hard of a stance that they're not gonna go to a festival event that includes thirty other artists because of one Joker? I don't think that they're gonna. They were worried about losing those people. I feel like they were just doing what they had to do to have the best optics and look like they were in front of it. You know, like I feel like that corporate entity was just like, Hey, this is now against public uh, opinion. And so now we're going to make a a statement against it. And who's to say that they didn't attract more ticket purchasers or whomever Mm, or vendors or whatever by doing that. Mm, interesting you know, only the first like few people who come up and speak out against something or make those actions are the ones who get the press for it once mm-hmm. you're fifth six down the line nobody really cares anymore so hot take on this though if since all these people and corporations started condemning him do you think it also in a way um confirmed what the baby was saying about his level of influence the fact that they all were like, oh, no, now we got to cancel him. Like, do you think on the flip side that there it did confirm a little bit of what that cocky shit he was saying in the beginning? If two, three years from now, nobody's really talking about him and they destroyed his fame overnight, you're not really an icon. I, when I think of icons, I think of people who last decades longer than their music. Oh, I'm not giving him no icon status. Okay. He also called himself like the influence or some shit like that. So that's what I mean. Like, do you think this also speaks to his influence in his eyes? No. No. I see what you're saying. Yeah, but but you can't claim yourself to be an influencer and say you are because you influence your own downfall. <laughs> like that's just redundant. I was just, I was just putting it out. You know what I mean? That's no, like, I mean, I like that point though, because like, <laughs> if I'm if if he's not, then why would you silence him? Because if he's really not an influencer, then him continuing to have his yeah. But that's like saying you're the ultimate killer because you killed yourself. That's interesting, <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm the ultimate suicide. Who, who's more badass than me if I kill me? Right? <laughs> Stupid. But that's that's what he's saying. I guess, except that people are still talking about it, even now that he. Well, what are they talking? about? Yeah, but they're not talking about it any type of positivity. People are talking about it because it is the thing to talk about. The more that they keep, the only time that you hear more about it is when he gets canceled from another uh, event. It's not like people are just saying, "Oh, this is still uh, something to talk about." It's something to talk about once they add another thing that he's lost money from. Yeah. Then it's like, okay, so then he's not an influence. He's not as big as he thinks he is when his popularity is only attached to when his name is brought up and is only being attached because he's getting canceled from things. Mm-hmm. I've literally never had a conversation about the baby before. Until yeah, this, is, this is probably the first for me. Mansers is always doing the first things that pop my okay, cherry. Final question about this, for me anyways. Do you think he's going to bounce back? Now that he's issued his PR apology. 
Yeah, I think he. I think he lost some lust. I think he lost some of that sheen on his star. But I still think there's enough ignorant people willing to pay dollars to hear what he has to say. Especially, I mean, like six months can change everything. You go under for six months and come back out. As long as there's a new idiot spokesperson for anti-LGBTQIA or whatever their stance may be, as long as you pop up after that other person pops off, the public is really fucking fickle about shit like that. And six months can change everything. And, you know, an old marketing adage is like, all news is good news. So good or bad press is still good press. If they got your people talking and they got your people listening, I mean, I don't know what his numbers are, but what if his streams have tripled in the days since this has gone on? Because people just want to comb his lyrics and listen for more homophobic mm. slurs or if they want to stream it and support him. But if his stream numbers Either went way, up, it's streaming. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Completely unrelated. <laughs> Hot take. Is Cosby bouncing back? <laughs> You saw that bounce in his step when he got out? He didn't even know who he was looking at, but he said he gave the quick. <laughs> Do you think Cosby's going to be able to bounce back now that he's out? Yes. Really? I think if R. Kelly put out a, a, a mixtape right now, there would be plenty of support for him. I don't see how Bill Cosby's any different, mm. especially if he stars in something with Felicia Rashad. <laughs> and you know she's willing to, 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 to do that. She'll, she may as well lose her dean status at was it Howard, Howard. or mm-hmm. Howard, yeah. I mean But I think the difference between R. Kelly and Cosby is like people people are always like, Oh, well, you can separate the artist from the art with Kelly, but Cosby, people made it real personal. Cause he was the clean comedian. He was the dad figure, you know what I mean? And that was a huge like blow when we found all this stuff out. Mm-hmm. So like <laughs> the baby's never claimed to I, be the clean rapper, you know. Yeah, but that's like Jesus that's rapper. Like, that's like when people go, "Oh, just because he didn't like use curse words or anything doesn't mean that he can like like anything else." Like liking the drug use or the sex that was a part of those times too. Right. I don't like talking about Cosby because it's it's a very touchy situation. I don't like at all blaming women or saying that like women don't. But I just I. When you're talking about like sex and drugs usage, that really hasn't changed over our times. But during during those times, that was like, Rick yo, pop this shit, Ross. sniff this shit, let's get crazy. <laughs> Rick, yeah, but he doesn't have my respect either. I'm just saying, like, you're. I was just to your point saying, correct. Rick oh, Ross yeah. made a song about it. <laughs> yeah, so like, it's it's very hard to be like, oh, I don't know, Rick Bill Cosby. I mean, I also never listened to a Bill Cosby comedy. Yeah, I don't think I've ever like listened to a Cosby special, but definitely grew up on the Cosby Show for sure. Fucking ninety nine years old. Bro, I used to want I used to want to be a stand up comedian though. Like you have to understand how far that goes back with me because like I could recite Bill Cosby's himself beginning to end because I listened to it on a cassette tape. Like I was one of the biggest Bill Cosby fans that ever walked this earth. I had all of his comedy specials. I went to go see him a couple times, even when he was like 60 years old. Like my mom took me to go see him in the Fox. Like I thought this dude was amazing because he was like such a clean example. And he, this was back when I was a kid and did think that celebrities were role models. And that's somewhat how I wanted to target my own career path after, you know what I mean? And so like, um clearly i'm 
answering or I'm, now I have I'm hosting a, a toxic podcast now where we see all sorts of filthy shit. So we're off that Cosby stick. shit. Yeah. But now I have a request. I would like to hear one of these jokes that you have committed to memory from Bill Cosby. Just so we can In get a the taste. fucking voice. Just just so we can get a taste of like, you know, his comedy, since neither is or I have, you know, listened. So sure, if you tune wanted in next to... episode. Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> he said he need to go study up. <laughs> yeah. No. Come on, give going, us one joke, I'm not going buddy. Back to this is beats on coming in. <laughs> Doing my impressions. Jello pudding pops. Bro. No. I watched the Cosby show <laughs> and Cosby. Like, please, episode Todd, after episode. Please, just give us one uh, joke. Please, Todd, please give uh, us that's okay. one Please, please. I'm not your fucking puppet, okay? Please. I'm not just going to do a song oh. and dance because you asked me to. Okay. <laughs> your fucking puppy, okay? okay just trying to pot okay. over here circling back to the baby because i just happened to open up instagram for a moment forgot we was talking about that first nigga. article i see <laughs> miley cyrus offers to educate the baby after oh, his homophobic God. remarks at rolling loud not oh. her anti-black ass fuck out of here <laughs> Nope, that's what he. That's Get what the public wanted, and this that's is what, what he we got. need. This is listen. He, I told you, it was just his ritual, bro. He's on the come up now. He's coming back. I told Three you, weeks. he's not going Three anywhere. Weeks. The baby's he's not back. going anywhere. Yeah, the baby's back, and he has a song with Little Nas X. Watch, they're gonna have a fucking duet because he's educated, and he's gonna play a role in the music video. They're both gonna fuck the devil. Maybe they already have. Maybe they already have. <laughs> be Todd, you better be careful, you know, when you get famous now. And uh and uh Be Todd's and, already and, famous, thank you. And you and you and you no, I mean like <laughs> Be Todd's already famous. Hopefully your, your impression is trash. I My cosmic impression <laughs> is top notch. It's, it's the best one. I think your impression ever. is magnificent. Ah. You're amazing. Nigga, I never heard the nigga. I never heard this motherfucker talk. <laughs> How's it supposed to sound? I'm doing an impression of somebody else doing an impression of him. <laughs> I don't know what Bill Cosby sounds like. Jello pulling pops. I would venture to say you do because <laughs> you're trying yeah. to sound like him now. You're no, I think mighty hard. I'm doing. I'm doing Aerie Spears doing Bill. Cosby. Oh, you know that that actually was one of my bits. I used to do impressions of celebrities doing impressions of other people that was one of my early bits and it was really funny too i mean self-proclaimed but <laughs> well we could tell you if you wanted to go ahead and give us a taste right now no no yet again what did you find on the gram oh you found that he's doing this stuff he's, he's... that was it she okay. put out a little statement and it's i didn't see that he replied as yet but it's just it's it's uh... Open Miley your eyes, Cyrus people. and Britney Spears and DaBaby will all get together and do some group therapy, have a nice little sexual encounter to What's wrong wrap with Britney? it up. Why you gotta put Britney in this? Because she's crazy Britney. too. Yeah, Britney is not, not crazy. crazy. Britney has been traumatized and is healing, and she's a grown woman. DaBaby is. Could a baby. you imagine if your father wouldn't let you have a baby? No. This is what I'm saying. That's like, what Britney is, Spears is dealing with. Be time. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, her sorry. pops won't let her get pregnant. You of all people should understand that. Well, maybe he didn't want her getting pregnant with Kevin Federline's baby. 
still that was like <laughs> fucking te- 20 years ago bro she still can't she get the babies out. right i was like she's grown uh, now i have not read into the britney spears situation or some shit like that watch i don't know that part is that like she has no control over her like how she gets haircuts going outside shit like that and she's a grown woman but exactly. her, and even her money her father gets her money before her he gets yep. to dish out how her money is spent what's it called yep. a conservatorship yep what is that? Yo, there is this movie on Netflix about this lady who does that shit to old people. She was crazy. It's pretty much like when you say that the person you is take so over their whole mentally life. unstable or ill mm-hmm. that they can't take care of, that they can't be in control of their actual thought processes. She has never been found to be that, though. Right. And She's never been they, found to be She that. wasn't even allowed to hire her own lawyer to like fight on her behalf. Well, that's crazy. So, who so if the person if your conservator stands to benefit the most from remaining your conservator and they can limit you even getting somebody to support you in getting out of it, like you stuck. Like, yeah, we all can acknowledge that the girl had a breakdown at some point, but she is literally a child star turned adult celebrity who has been in the public eye for a majority of her her maturation. Like who wouldn't lose a little bit of their shit? Even the breakdown was more of like just her saying, fuck it, I'm being free. Like when she cut her hair, they said she cut her hair and they're like, oh, she's crazy. So she shaved her head. I heard another story where she was like, yo, every time I fucking turned around, it was like fixing my hair to make it perfect. Somebody's touching my hair to say, it got to look like this. Every time she moved, they fixed the curl this way. And she's like, I'm tired of people touching my hair and shaved her head. Fine. Which I could get. I don't want nobody touching my shit. If you're listening to Mancer's. This is me, Todd, speaking. I officially, formally issue my apology to you Damn now. Damn, motherfucking right. No. Yeah, yeah. We must protect our white celebrities. I'm <laughs> a- <laughs> oh no! That song to rap. And then he went right into the slave for you. Protect our white celebrities. They're slaves for us. <laughs> I think it's time for us to find out what we learned today. What the sound of the Confederate Army. <laughs> that really is. The most Caucasian <laughs> episode of Mansers to date. Um, all right, well, I learned that uh Britney Spears is not crazy and that I should choose to look into subjects more before I speak on them on my public forum. Um, I'm sure I'll learn some other stuff too. I'll probably circle back to it because I need some time to review what we actually talked about because we unpacked a lot today, guys. We really did. We really, really did. Um, One thing that I learned is that I'm still capable of growing and altering my positions and points on certain topics, namely that my friends, my male friends, should be able to get their rings back, period. That's huge. That's um, gross. Yes. Also learned that I don't remember what else we talked about, so I'm going to pass it to Is. <laughs> this was a great episode. <laughs> Indeed. I've learned that we have a lot of great episodes. Uh, you can learn these things, too. Just tune in and listen to Master's Pod. Uh, as we upload uh, when we feel like it. (laughs) I also learned that it's acceptable to keep small gifts from previous relationships. It just probably may not be with your 
current relationship, but it seems like there's a general opinion that that's okay, that that's, that's not a major fraction. Except if you're dating B-Tog, that he going to burn your shit when you leave the house, period. Yeah. I'm not making it in. B-Tog is a pyrotechnic. He works with fire. There's a reason my face is always this red, and it's because I always stand too close to the flames. Bars. (laughs) Thank you. Bars. (laughs) Well, ladies and gentlemen. Don't forget to follow and subscribe. Leave us a review. Share us with your friends. We'll be nice to them. Follow us on Instagram at Mancers Pod. We are the Toxic Podcast for a better tomorrow, and we will see you next week. Mancers, 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 Mancers. Confederate trumpet noises. Mancers.